Welcome, everybody. This is For the Love of Money, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success by sharing the tools, tips, and stories of those who have already made it. My name is Chris Harder, and each week I will bring you incredible guests in order to prove that when good people make good money, they do great things. Welcome back, everybody, to another mini episode of For the Love of Money, episodes that I like to call My Two Cents. And today's episode might be the most valuable mini episode you will ever listen to because we are going to check in on a little abundance hack, and that is getting good at sales. Yes, getting good at sales is one of the things you can do in order to crack wide open the amount of money you have coming into your life. I mean, it's a must. You cannot have a thriving business without being good at sales. Heck, you can't have a thriving life without being good at sales. Think about it. You're always selling somebody or enrolling somebody in an idea that you believe in. That's sales. Now, I happen to like sales. I like the entire process and the psychology of sales. It all intrigues me. But for many of you, sales makes you cringe. It's like you're your arch nemesis. It's where you get stopped in your tracks. You have a great business. You have a great product. But when it comes to selling your product, you feel this pit in your stomach and a lump in your throat. Well, good news. You're not alone. I promise you. Most people are poor at or uncomfortable with sales. So I am the weird, rare one that actually likes it. You know, one of the reasons I believe that we don't like sales is because we've all had hundreds or maybe even thousands of experiences where somebody has sold us. But out of all of those experiences, we only tend to remember the ones with the most drama, the ones with the most sting, the ones that stuck out at you the most. If you had a hundred great sales experiences, but one bad one where you felt like you got ripped off or you got taken by a salesman of a you know, car salesman or insurance salesman, then unfortunately, the way we're wired is to remember the one that felt the worst. And of course, then, we're going to be fearful that if we try to sell someone, that someone will think of us in that same way as we picture that person who tried to sell us when it didn't feel good. So, in just this one short podcast, it really is my goal to change your opinion and your feelings around selling. And hopefully by the end of the next few minutes, you will feel not only comfortable, but actually excited to get out there and share your products. You know, the best way to get good at sales is to understand why you're currently not good at sales. And that's kind of where we're going to start out today. You see, the entire subject of sales totally falls under this subject of money mindset that we talk about all the time. Because in asking for a sale, you are simply asking for money in exchange for value. Let me repeat that. In asking for a sale, you are simply asking for money in exchange for value. Or better yet, value in exchange for value. Yep, I said that correctly. Value in exchange for value. And this is where so many of you get tripped up because it deals with money versus value. You see, you're placing way too much money, I'm sorry, way too much value in money 
and not enough value in your customer's needs. I want to repeat that because it's important. You are currently placing way too much value in the actual money itself and not enough value in your customer's needs. Because if you were placing enough value in your customer's needs, then you'd realize this sales transaction is nothing more than like a perfect equal energy exchange. As a matter of fact, one of my favorite all-time definitions of sales comes from a friend and mentor, Lisa Nichols. And she says, sales is just a dignified conversation enrolling two people into a new possibility to enhance their lives. Let me repeat that. It is so good because that quote alone can break you wide open when it sinks in. Sales is just a dignified conversation enrolling two people into a new possibility to enhance their lives. It is so good. When I first heard that, I was like, oh, that is the best definition of sales to not only justify it, but make it okay that I have ever heard. I mean, think about it. Two dignified people, aka neither of you is sleazy or neither of you is helpless or getting taken. Two dignified people who are smart and dignified, agreeing to a possible arrangement to enhance both of your lives, right? What is this arrangement that might enhance both your lives? Well, they get your great product and you get money. It's a win-win. Another reason you may not like sales is that you are viewing people as targets. I understand we all get caught up in goals. We all want to win. We all want to you know, make sure that we're doing well. But that's one of the reasons why people don't like sales is because it causes them to view people as targets. If you're viewing people like targets, then yeah, it probably feels like sales. But if you view people as people, then sales probably feels just a lot more like taking interest in someone and doing a little problem solving to you. Because the best sales, quite honestly, are just caring conversations. The best sales are usually just caring conversations. You cared enough about somebody to convincingly and passionately offer a solution. If you believe that you truly offer a good product, then sales is just solving somebody's problems. Also, if you're doing all the talking, then yes, it probably feels like sales. But if you're asking good, open-ended questions, truly taking interest in people for the sake of taking interest in people and doing most of the listening, then sales can almost feel like you're doing them a favor, like you are coming to the rescue because they've talked about this great big need that they have. And sales is just building a relationship. And you can't assume that relationships will always be fully built in the first time that you meet or talk. Relationships take time. Relationships take follow-up. And therefore, so do good sales. Don't fall into this trap of what I call creating a false no in your head just because the person that you are selling isn't quite ready to say yes. Let me repeat that. Don't create a false no in your head 
just because the person that you are selling isn't quite ready to say yes. There's a lot of landscape between a yes and a no. But all too often, we take someone's lack of commitment right then and there as a no. When in fact, it's not even close to a no. It's just a, that's not a yes yet. That's all. But the problem is, if we make it a false no in our head, then we quit the conversation right there and we never follow up. You start to do this a few too many times and you start to beat yourself up and you start to tell yourself this BS story that you're not good at sales because you think you're getting all these no's. When in fact, all that you're really bad at is distinguishing between a real no and everything else that is just not a yes yet. And as long as you are aligned in integrity, then I say sell away. I mean, sell hard and sell at full speed. As a matter of fact, if you're truly in integrity, then you should have the integrity to want to push hard enough in order to connect that person to your solution that you so firmly believe in. Now, that's integrity. As a matter of fact, a lack of integrity in this situation would be to walk away after getting a maybe or a eh, not right now or maybe just a I don't think so because if you really and truly believed that they needed your solution or your product that would enhance their lives I mean how dare you give them just half an effort if this person really needs a solution I'd almost call that lazy and lastly not selling just to protect your ego is being selfish, not caring. Let me repeat that. Not selling someone just because you're trying to protect your ego is being selfish, not caring. And I know that 99.9% .9 of all of you are likely very caring, well-intentioned people. So don't stop short of offering the sale just because you're scared or just because you're afraid of being judged, or just because you feel like the other person might not see it the same way as you when you're done. People need you to be stronger than that, or nobody's problems will ever get solved. So when it comes to selling, know that it's not just required in order to have success. It's not just required in order to have a thriving business, but instead, Know that it is your moral obligation, your moral obligation to passionately and convincingly offer your solution to people's problems. Because without you, who will they turn to? And when you finally get comfortable with selling, when you finally make this a strength, then you will finally explode with abundance. And remember, when you do when good people make good money, they do great things. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success.